For we walk by faith, not by sight. You're listening to Steppin' in Faith. God is good. Welcome to Steppin' in Faith, where we hear stories of faith, how it moves in somebody's life, and what it means to them. We'll start this episode, how we start every episode, with a little prayer. So here we go. Father God, we just uh, want to thank you right now for, for all of that you're doing in our lives, Father, everything that you're blessing us with. Uh, we're just eternally grateful to you. We're so appreciative of, of your grace and your mercy that we fall into every day that is just sufficient for our lives, Father. I'm just so uh, grateful for everything that you've done. Uh, we also want to thank you for, for the means necessary to record this podcast and, and just be able to push it out to everybody. Father, we just ask that uh, you open up the hearts of the listeners and, and, and somebody that needs to hear this message receives it with an open heart and their eyes begin to open and their, their ears begin to hear, hear the messages of faith and they, they, they find hope and faith in you, Father. So all this is for you. All this is for the glory of you. And we just uh, hope that this reaches somebody, Father God. Father, I also want to thank you for, for our guest today, Josh, for opening up and being uh, uh, courageous to share his story and his testimony, Father. We're, we're grateful for that and we're thankful for that. We know it is uh, your workings and, and, and all of us that, that we're glorifying. It's nothing that we're doing, Father. It's all for the glory of you. So we just praise your name, Father, and we're just eternally grateful. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll jump into our uh, our guest this week is uh, Josh Shirley. I met Josh uh, about two weeks ago in Journey. As, as most of you know, uh, there's a Journey group that meets up at Canyon Hills every Thursday night at 7 p.m. I believe the address is 7001 Auburn Street. If uh, if there's any guys, sorry, ladies, it's, it's guys only just for now. So uh, if there's any guys out there that want to join us, you are always more than welcome to uh, come on in, come as you are. You will be loved and accepted and uh, brought into the group. So we, we meet every Thursday at 7 p.m. But I, I had the, the pleasure of, of meeting Josh every, every week. We, we get a nugget from somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh gave his nugget about uh, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. And, and it just kind of smacked me in the face and was like, wow, that was, <laughs> that was good. That was powerful. So uh, I, I, I talked to him afterwards and, and, and asked him to come in and share. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. No, I, I appreciate you coming in, brother. Absolutely. Anybody that wants to come into the studio and record and share their story, it's just a blessing. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah it, it, this is my first time, so have some grace. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, hey, man. It's, 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 it's not as scary as, as you think it is. We'll, uh, get, <laughs> we'll get comfortable here, and it'll just be like nobody's listening. It's just a conversation on. between us come and God, on. you know what I mean? So uh, it, how's it going, man? Tell, tell, me, tell us about you. Uh, what do you do? You're married, kids, all that good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so I am married uh, to a beautiful bride, Haley, and uh, been married to her for 15 years. Got no way. F- uh, 15 years. Yeah, well, we got married get, young. I was going to say, <laughs> would you get married when you were 15? Because yeah. you don't look over. Yeah, don't look yeah. <laughs> when I was 21, we got married. Right yeah. on. So still finishing up in college, but uh, she was able to graduate and she became a dental hygienist. And so at that point, she was able to kind of be the breadwinner. I still finished up school and we decided that we were going to get married and we did. And it's the best decision that I've ever made. Yeah. Well, second best decision. <laughs> the first one was giving Jesus your life Christ. to God. That's, That's right. right. That's, That's right. right. So you're born and raised here, Bakersfield? Born and raised in Bakersfield, uh, 1983. Um, and then went to the Bakersfield High School, graduating <laughs> class of 02. I was a, a rebel from 98, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right on. Not too far behind you. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Uh, we always, we, we always 
didn't like the drillers. The so drillers. It's, 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 it's okay though. Yeah. Your brother, so Thank it's all you. good. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about your upbringing, man. You, you went to church, grew up in the church and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, really blessed. Um, like I said, born and raised here in Bakersfield um, to my parents who um, I've got, uh, you know, a sister that's older, a sister that's younger, but we, we were uh, raised in the faith. Uh, from a very young age, we went to church regularly. We were there on Wednesdays. We were there Sundays and uh, just got involved with Awanas, a lot of, you know, extracurricular mm-hmm. stuff at the church we were we were involved with and so had a really really fortunate upbringing where my parents uh, always had us subjected to, to church and we knew the scripture uh, pretty well and uh, and so I'm very very fortunate that uh, that you know my parents uh, led us that way yeah. and uh, made sure that that uh, Christianity was a top priority <laughs> right and so yeah that is that is awesome yeah that's that that's that's important you know what i mean uh, i i i didn't grow up that route but I, as soon as I, I i did and and now i'm trying to turn my kids onto it yeah it's like i don't want i don't want anything else for them you know what i mean yeah it's a solid foundation oh. i mean i i just am so fortunate when i look back at my life and i just go man i'm so fortunate that my parents uh made that a top priority for us to be in church and and so I had a lot of uh, great Christian friends, mm-hmm. um, got a lot of, uh, you know, great advice, you know, through just Sunday school teachers. I was going to say, how is, how is that growing up in the church? Because like I said, I wasn't. So for me, the, the outside influences, you know, I didn't, I didn't have Christian friends. I didn't have, have friends of faith. So, so yeah. how, how is that as a kid growing up in the faith? You know what I mean? Are you are you kind of looked at it differently? Do you do you feel the pressures of of, of the other kids? You know, it, this is a real big part of my testimony, Jr. Uh, my my dad from a young age. I mean, when I'm I'm thinking five years of age and then on continuing. Uh-huh. One of the main things that he always uh, talked to me about was the importance of friends and keeping the closest group of friends around me that were like minded, right. that were going to push me in the faith. And, uh, and so I will tell you, um, God answered many, many prayers of my parents. And, uh, and he put his hand upon me because I could look at my life from elementary, junior high, high school on into college. I had a group of friends and a solid group of Christian friends that we literally did life together. That's awesome. And so while there was a, a large majority of the, of the, other kids around that that should you know that did make fun or yeah you know you know kind of give us a hard time right uh, the closest group that was around me we were like minded and so that's where we still had this sense of community and we were still you know able to keep our eyes I, I was going to say it made it easier to to absolutely to believe and, yeah. and stay in that on that on that walk yeah faith was was easier S- school was easier sports were easier i mean we we just were keeping our eyes uh, a little bit more fixated on on some other things versus you know as life goes on you start to see the the outside influence of mm-hmm. uh, women uh, alcohol drugs oh, yeah. you know some other things like that and when you have a group of friends that that surround you and help encourage you mm. to walk a, a that, it's a, that fellowship Exactly. It's that fellowship. Yeah. And it was the accountability that I really, I look back at my life and I know that I needed. There were some pivotal moments in my life and, 
in you know sixth grade and eighth grade and then into high school and then on into college where I could have easily seen myself go a different path because I saw the the old nature in me that w- desired some other uh, things, whether it be partying or or other women, uh, but but the the group of men that surrounded me helped keep me accountable. And so I can promise you, Jr. Like that was one of the biggest pieces of advice that my dad instilled within me from five years on. Um, that I could tell you, man, God answered that prayer and kept His hand upon me with a with blessing me with some unbelievable wow yeah group of friends. So, so you carried that all the way through high school, all the way through college. Yeah, and and you were you were you were you were walking solid. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure I, I had my own struggles, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But as far as um, you know, getting into the party scene, never got into that. Never got into you know women and um, it's just it, the drugs, alcohol, all of those things. I, I, Praise God! By the grace of God, mm-hmm. He was able to keep me from from yeah. doing those. Yeah. But definitely has the the, the other struggles that uh, that we'll talk about here. Right. In a bit, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about some of that. I mean, yeah. the, the the nugget you shared yeah. uh, about a week and a half ago just just it, it changed me. You know what I mean? I, I started thinking about how 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 I've been trying to be in, in my walk just recently over the last couple of months and and really jumping in. And, and, and to the deep end and, yeah. and just trying to walk in and in, in, in faith and, and toe that line and, and be obedient and everything like that. And you, and you talked to, about, you know, the love of God and, and, mm. and, and reaching your heart to share a little bit of that with us. Yeah. So in praying about today, JR's was like, God, what do you want me to, what do you want me to, to speak about your story? Right. And I felt that what he was uh, wanting me to share is this simple truth for me in my life, if I could summarize, you know, 37 years of it, um, it's this path from intellect to intimacy. Mm. So I, I'll, I'll tell you, from, I, I accepted Christ at a young age at a vacation Bible school at the age of seven. Um, and from that point to last year, um, majority of my life was trying to, to do the Christian life trying to do the things that I was told I ought to, that a good Christian should do. Um, And I know intellectually that I could never earn my salvation. I knew that I couldn't, you know, gain more of God's love. More grace you couldn't earn. More grace. I knew, intellectually, I knew about God's grace. There was a lot of, I I led... um, you know, many Bible studies for 11 years. I, I led a college Bible study. I became a deacon at my church. Wow. A lot of these things I, I, w- I was doing and I was towing the line, quote unquote, the best that I could. You, and were, I was, you were abiding. I was, yeah. A complete obedience. Yeah, it was to the best that I felt that I could right. uh, obey. And I was doing a lot of those things, but um, it was... It was from the mind. It was from the mind. It was from the head, right? This head to heart, this intellect to intimacy. That this is really the direction that I feel like God has been showing me. Is this whole time, for, so from the age of seven to the age of thirty-six, twenty-nine years of just doing a lot of things, trying really hard to toe that line. Because that's what you were taught. That's what you you knew. Yeah. That's what you, you, yeah, you and, learned. Yeah, and it's weird. It's a weird dynamic to even say because I, I knew it then, 
but I didn't know it like I know it now. Right. I'm, and it's only, I can only say it this way, on the back end of after experiencing God's grace and experiencing the fact that now there's an intimacy mm-hmm. in my relationship that I've never experienced before, I can only now, my eyes can, are, are now open to see the true reality in that 29 years and the fact that it was so much of an external work. It was so much of it that I was just trying to do to, to just do that which I knew I was supposed to do, which is obey the rules and, and the laws and everything that's in the, the scripture. I was trying really, really hard to do it. And that's not a bad thing. No. It's not a bad thing. Right. But what he's showing me now is like... It's a different perspective for, and this is, and I don't even know if I can even say this illustration as well as he's been kind of putting this illustration in my mind, but I'll try. I felt for 29 years that, like, imagine that there's uh, Jesus that's standing behind me. And, uh, and so he's behind me, and uh, I am, for 29 years, trying to um, like combat all of these things that are coming at me from the world. And I'm like trying to fight them off, all these temptations, all of the the, the, the things that you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm absolutely trying to do like these, you know, karate chop moves. <laughs> Acrobats like, <laughs> to dodge arrows. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, I, and, and literally I'm, I'm like everything from the external is coming at me. And I know that these are wrong things, but I'm like trying my hardest to like fight fight them off. Right. And then, you know, in my story as it goes, I mean, you can only do that so long before you wear down. Oh, yeah. You get tired and then suddenly you get attacked and you actually, you know, it, it penetrates. Yeah. And you, and you stumble and you fall. I always say the devil and the enemy attacks you with combos. Absolutely. So it's never the first punch. It's yes. like the fourth or fifth one that, that you're like, okay, I can't, I can't take anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so um, I'm kind of jumping a little bit around, but here, here's this, what the illustration he was showing me is for so many, so many years, 29 years, I'm like trying to do all these round, you know, you know, these, these kicks and these uppercuts and all these things that are coming at me. But it wasn't until I truly experienced his love and his grace for me and I surrendered to it this last year that he he flipped me around and he changed my perspective. And he's like, Josh, Hebrews 12, uh, I think it's one or one through three, where it says that uh, I am to fixate my eyes on him, the author and the finisher of my faith. And so he's like, Josh, all of this time, you're trying to do all this work to keep everything at bay the best that you can. And you're doing a pretty good job of it, but you're running yourself ragged. He's like, why don't you just flip around and look at me? And if you keep your eyes fixated on me and you just start walking towards me, watch what happens. Oh. You're going to start naturally walking away from the things that you fought so hard to try to defeat right. and try to beat. Right. But just look at me. And as you walk towards me, you're going to experience an intimacy that you've never experienced before. You're going to experience joy like you've never experienced, peace like you've never experienced, faith, all of the fruits of the spirit that you've been like trying to muster up, like you're trying to grunt it out. He's like, just walk towards me. And as you walk, watch what naturally starts to happen in your life as I start to flow through you. And it was this perspective change. And now it's like all I'm doing, it's simple. It's so simple. It's almost like 
way too simple is <laughs> just like everything god help me just to keep my eyes fixated on you yes. and daily i try to remind myself of god your love for me just help me to understand your overwhelming grace your overwhelming love for me and when i start to experience that then it flows then it's just a natural progression where it flows out right. instead of it trying to be me mustering up all of this energy and, and sometimes that that looks like this, Jr. where in the mornings, I'm not feeling it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that just takes me on my knees in my time of prayer saying, God, I don't feel it. And being honest with him, being completely transparent with him, because he already knows it. He knows. But for me to for, for me to get to that point where I'm just like, God, I don't feel it right now. And be honest and be transparent. And in those moments, he starts to change. He starts to change my desires because he's the one that creates those desires yes. in me. And so that that's that perspective change that he's radically hit me with uh, over this last year. But this intellect to intimacy is, is kind of what he wanted me to share, which is, you know, like I said, 29 years of, of really growing. The way that I thought I, I grew in my faith was just to know more. Right. Got to know more about Got to know scriptures. Got to know, know, yeah. It, right? And so I spent so much time trying to do those things. And it was, a, I learned a lot. Right. But it, it, it just didn't quite saturate and penetrate my it, heart. It, yeah, well, that's what, it was in your head. It was in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And then fast forward into the story, um, JR, it was last year going to the journey, the same thing that you're going through. Uh -huh. uh, this is your first season. Right. Uh, last year was my first season. Okay. And uh, early on in the book, um, it talks about this uh, bedrock of grace. You're talking about the, the orphan no more. Yeah. Yes. The orphan no more. Yeah. And it talks about this bedrock of grace. And, uh, and, and on this bedrock is what we are to build our life upon. Mm -hmm. And for a guy that grew up in the church and in, um, in 29 years of it being just biblically and knowledge-based, it was really hard for me to accept that grace was the bedrock. And so I went into that Friday morning because we met Friday mornings. I went to that Friday morning and I was, it just didn't sit well. I wasn't there to try and argue, but I was there to try and like just at least say why I didn't feel, feel that, that way. the grace was the bedrock. Right. And uh, I just remember sitting in, in that uh, chair and um, the, the leader was speaking and I don't remember what he said. I don't remember the words that came out of his mouth, but it was the Holy Spirit that was speaking to me and he met me. He met me radically that oh. morning. And I just remember sitting back in my chair and just being overwhelmed, like this tidal wave of God's grace and his love for me. And I sat back and I just embraced it and I accepted it and I surrendered to it. And in that moment, it was like I felt like I could breathe for the first time. I felt like this, this weight, mm -hmm. just so much weight had been lifted off of my shoulders. And in that moment, if I could, I, I'm not saying that this is what I felt in that moment, but now I'm, I'm like just kind of picturing it. But I just only imagine like God just going, finally, son, finally. Like you're, you're done. Yeah. You're done trying to just do all of this work on running the outside. In circles, yeah. Running in circles, running yourself ragged. And now you could just sit in my lap and let me just wrap my arms around you. 
it was in that moment that I'm just going, oh my goodness, God, I've had it like so completely backwards where I'm trying to prove my love for you by my works, but by my obedience to your word. You're trying to earn it. Trying to earn it. Right. And, and then he was just, it was in that time where he just continued to sh- just, I mean, shower me and, and just in love on me. And, uh, and it, was, it was that moment where I just go, oh, my goodness, it's not about my love as much. It's, not, it's my perspective not being on my love for you, but your love for me. Mm. And that was this radical, radical paradigm shift. And that's when he finally was able to get my attention. And instead of on all the things that I shouldn't do, now he's focusing my attention. He got my attention. He's like, just keep your eyes on, on me. me. Yeah. Run towards me. Just just keep coming towards me. Yeah. And when you get tired and when you get weary, come to the foot of the cross and, and just sit there and wait there until you feel my grace again. Because when you feel my grace, it will fill you up. Yes. And it will give you what you need to continue on in, in this journey, in this agonizing marathon that we call life. It's going to give you the power that you need. But come to me. Come to me. Yeah. Just keep your eyes on me. When, when your strength runs out, that's where his begins. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and like I said, you were trying to earn grace, but you can't, you can't earn it. Yeah. It's given to you freely. Come on. That's what people don't understand. It's, it's so like, crazy. It's, it's, it's wild when you look at it from that perspective. And you opened my eyes when you said that. And I was like, and just reading the Orphan No More book. And I'm like. I can't earn it. It's already given to me. And not only do I not have to earn it, like you're saying, I'm doing all this work to try to prove that I'm worthy of it, that I deserve it. You don't have to prove that to him. He's going to give it to you every, his grace is sufficient for anything you're going to go through today. He says that to us, you know what I mean? And you don't have to run in circles and and do all these things to, to, to try to stay in his grace because he's going to give it to you when you, when you accept it. Yeah. Just accept it. Just accept it. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I used to I used to say it all the time. It's crazy. I used to tell people it's crazy, and now I just say it's God. It's God. It's God. <laughs> it's not crazy. It's God. Oh, it's, so it's God. And, and that's really, um, Jr. The so that that took me to last year is when I experienced His grace. Mm-hmm. I didn't just theoretically know it or like um, have really good theology about grace. I experienced His grace. And the moment that I experienced his grace, he reached and grabbed my heart. And then he just said, okay, now now I'm your treasure. And when I'm your treasure, this is where your heart's going to be. Yeah. And you're going to follow after me. And, and the moment that that happened, from that moment to this moment, I've been just pursuing him. Now, this is the crazy part. And this is where I get to the next part of the story is life doesn't just all become you know roses <laughs> easy and peasy, easy and, peasy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, there's there's a lot of stuff that has to happen from that moment forward um because he meets you where you are yes and he met me where i was and i was a wreck but i didn't know it you know and and so uh, to kind of rewind a little bit in the story um i went away to college had an opportunity to uh, get a scholarship and play at Fresno State. Oh, nice. Um, and I remember the first year that I, I went away, um, I had my own apartment. And in my own apartment, I had my own computer. And in my you know own apartment with my own computer, I had access to everything, everything the internet. And for the first time, um, there was nobody watching over my shoulder. There was no filters. Um, and, and this desire 
to to look at pornography started to come and it was my freshman year in in college where i uh, got into pornography and it became uh, a hook that stayed in my life a thorn that was in my flesh for 16 years wow. uh, from my freshman year on and i and i thought that oh man like there was there was going to be some some major points in my life that would that would come that would help me like move, move. remove take this. it away yeah. yeah take it away oh yeah there were some some critical points I, I remember when I became the um, uh, the leader of our football team for the um, to 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 be the team chaplain mm-hmm. so I was leading our our football team through Bible studies and the prayer before and after the games. Um, I'm like, okay, that's going to be what I need right there, God. And, that's going to help me to put gonna this help. away. Yeah. It's going to give me enough motivation, the, yeah. a big enough why to push this pornography out. Well, it didn't. Um, and then the next one was, you know, getting married. I thought, oh, man, of course, once I get married, this yeah. pornography is going to fade away. I felt the same way when I, when I, when I met, met, met a girl five years ago. And I was like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Now, now, now I'm in a relationship exactly. and I'll be able to, to, yeah. to kind of get away from that. Yep. Nope. Nope. The heart hadn't changed. The yeah. why wasn't big enough. And so it came back into my life. And fast forward, I, I when I got done with uh, Fresno State football, I came back to Bakersfield. And a, one of my best friends asked me to lead a college group um, through, you know, just every Sunday through a Bible study. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, so I did that. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is going to be, gonna be the know, one. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't possibly be leading, you know, Right. These college-aged kids and doing this Bible study and and teaching them not to, but yet I'm still doing right. it. Well, that wasn't a big enough why. And then fast forward, I had a kid. I thought, oh man, you know, the last thing I would ever want to know is, or for them is to find out. Right. Blah, blah. That wasn't a big enough why. I became a deacon, like I said, at my church, and I thought that was going to be a big enough why. And all of these things were all externals that I was hoping that we're, were going to fix. help yeah. me just eliminate this thing I didn't want in my life, but it was a big enough hook and a big enough desire that that I, I couldn't quite kick it. And then, like I said, um, fast forward into that, that story, once God radically opened my eyes to the devastation of, of, of pornography and where that would lead me, which is ultimately to... Um, an affair mm-hmm. with my wife yeah. that I was like, there's no way possible that I would ever do that. Right. That with my three kids and there's no way, no way he opened my eyes and was like, no, 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 it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. I've never met someone who has committed adultery that didn't have that. You know, this. And so he's just like, he helped me open my eyes at that point. And that was March of 2018 is when he opened my eyes to the devastation where this was going. So from March of 2018, it was like, man, God helped me. And I left that day. We had a marriage retreat that I went to. I left that day with an armor of God coin. And every morning from that day forward, I prayed that, the, that God would armor me up because there's a spiritual battle that's going around mm-hmm. us. Every and single day. Every single day, every single moment. Yeah, And uh, I just was... This, uh, praying, God, would you help me? Because I know the devastation. I don't ever want to go down that road, but I need your help. And so from that day till this day, it's it's armoring and asking God to do that and fight that battle for me. And He he's answered that. Now, 
once he changed my heart last year, sometime in 2019, um, this is where the radical aspect starts to change. Now he, so that was a big enough fear factor mm-hmm. where I was like, I don't want, uh, you know, pornography in my life because I don't want to commit adultery, adultery on my wife. So there's a big enough fear factor on it. But he showed, he's showing me that fear, if that's my big enough why, that's good for a time. But mm. what he wants yes. me to do is to change that why to now my desire and the love. So what he's showing, what he has been showing me over these last however many months is that once my eyes became fixated on him and once he captured my heart, now he's my why. Now, now a desire for him and him alone has been that why that's changing me. So now it's a more sustainable why mm-hmm. to keep pornography out. Not to say that I'm ever above stumbling again, right. but it's a, it's a deeper desire than just this fear, fear. factor. Right. Because if it's just fear, he was showing me that what happens when you are in a hotel room and there's no way that your wife will ever find out or anybody will find out and you can have access to this television and, and access whatever you want. What will you do then? And if it's just fear of being caught, there you're on a slippery you mm-hmm. know, slope or you're on thin ice. But if I change that desire and my big enough why as to I just want you more than I want anything else, he's like, that's now more sustainable. So... As he as I as he's changed my desires and he's changed, you know, just grabbed my heart, now there's this process is as I'm walking closer to him, he's starting to heat me up. He's the source of heat, he's the source of light. And as I get closer to him, he starts to that's the that like I, I think of him as like this the sun, right? And the sun is like this this imminent light. I mean, it's the brightest thing that we can that we can think of right now. Well, as we get closer to that sun, it starts to shine more and more on our life. And we start to see the crevices. We start to see all, all these, the stuff. The closer we get, we start to see more of it. Well, the other thing is true, as we get closer, he starts to heat us up. And, and this is the, the illustration he showed me in March of this year, this illustration of gold. He uses gold throughout a scripture. Mm-hmm. And gold symbolizes, uh, symbolizes our faith. And what he showed, he's showing me as, a, as I started to dig more as to what is this like, illustration of gold, gold is still refined by fire. That's, the, that's the, the best way that you can refine gold is you have to melt, melt it. it liquefy it and what happens is the solid gold the pure gold sinks to the the bottom and the impurities rise to the top well as i start to do the same thing that happens uh with us in our life as i or as we draw closer to him in this intimate relationship he starts to heat us up from the inside out and now these impurities that are inside are starting to come up and they rise to the top well this pornography issue for me while March of 2018 was the last time I had looked at it, I had yet to tell my wife, oh. a wife who I've been married to for, at that time, 14 years, and I had been together with for, let's see here, 17 years. Mm-hmm. So she knows me pretty well, but she didn't know that there was pornography in my life. But I had been fine with keeping it in, in the darkest crevice of my heart. Well, I kicked that can down the road knowing that I needed to tell her, <laughs> but I didn't want to tell her. Of course. And God will only allow that for so long. 
And he, he's going to um, continue to refine and purify us as we get closer to the point where we cannot help but. And that I cannot help but came at October 30th, 2019 at 3.41 a.m. I woke up in the middle of the morning and to, to God's hand, the heavy hand that, that David talks about in Psalms 51, mm-hmm. which is the heavy hand of God being upon him. Um, and I, I could, I was like, oh my gosh, it feels like there's an elephant on my chest. <laughs> and I said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And he says, oh, that's good. It's time. And I'm like, Oh no! no. <laughs> You're like, wait a second! No, no, no! Three forty-one. Like they can't. No, this can't wait till the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so this is this is how the enemy and this is how the old nature starts to work. Yes. When when you are getting heat, heated up, so so gold liquefies at a thousand degrees mm-hmm. Celsius. At nine hundred ninety-nine degrees, everything in you and your old nature and the enemy are trying to pull you away from going closer to the heat and liquefying because it's like, oh, he doesn't want us to experience right. what God is saying. No, 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 no. Will you obey me? Will you trust me? He doesn't want us to go through with it. Have so faith. everything, he's like, he's like, you know, wrestling. It's a full on Jacob wrestling, wrestling. match. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm just going, oh, no. Like, and this is where my old flesh and my old nature and the enemy were attacking. I literally got to the point where I was rationalizing. I'm like, all right, God, <laughs> like, if this is you, if this is you, and I knew clearly it was him. It was, oh, yeah. If this is you and you wanted to go down right now, you wake her up. <laughs> you wake her up. So I'm like fervently praying, God, like, please wake her up and, and have her look at me and if, just say, If you wake her up, I'll do it. If you wake her up, I'll do it. Come on. Yeah, so this is how you know irrational it can get, uh, and I would you know say Jesus' name, Amen. And I'd look over, and she wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, I had a couple more other things that that I was doing, but I, finally, God was just not letting go of my chest. I like, nudge her a little bit. She's not waking up, God. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I tried. I tried like like just a little slight I, nudge. I tried to wake her up. She she won't move. She won't wake up. <laughs> yeah. And and he was like not letting go of my chest. He's like, no, you're you're gonna go through with this. And uh, I, I was like, can I do it tonight? Can I just you know wait till tonight to do it? And he was not gonna let it go. And uh, and so I ended up going through and, and waking my wife up. And and uh, it was still, oh man. Uh, I can remember her wo- rolling over, and and I said, "Babe, I have something to tell you." And this is the middle of the night. Oh yeah, three, three, three forty-five in the morning, three forty-five, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, I just said, "I have something to tell you," and instantly she she woke up because she knew that it was something serious that was on my heart right. to share with her, and uh, I ended up telling her of the sixteen-year addiction to pornography, and. Uh, in that moment to see just the overwhelming the pain and the hurt Mm -hmm. and the tears that came upon her because she was so blindsided by it i mean she had been married to a man that she thought was yes that was that was obedient and in and walking the straight line and 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 would, would would be confident enough to tell her if i had struggled with something like that and to blindside her with with something like that, it was truly one of those things where she's like, oh, "Like, who are you?" kind of thing. Right. 
Um, but I will tell you this, God had been doing a work in her heart and uh, she met me with extreme grace, extreme forgiveness and love. And in, in, in that moment, by the time that we were done, you know, kind of hashing it out and me talking to her and just, I was in tears as, as I was sharing with her, cause I was broken hearted. I absolutely was broken hearted. God was doing such a work and, uh, and she, she ends up just saying, man, she, she embraced me. She gave me the biggest hug and, and told me that she forgave me. Wow. Uh, and uh, and gave me so much love and forgiveness and she told me that she forgave me and uh and then from that moment forward jr i will tell you when i had that skeleton out of the closet i knew it was the last big boulder that was hindering me from this intimate intimate relationship that god wanted to have with me in this pursuit of him um that says i'm i'm going and i'm, I'm running and, uh, and from that moment forward, I've gotten her blessing to say, I can share this story from the mountaintops, oh. from the rooftops. And, uh, and so that, that morning, Wednesday morning, I shared it uh, to my brother-in-law who was in town from, from Italy, hadn't seen him in two years. And, uh, you know, he, he's a pastor that started a church in Italy, haven't seen, it's her brother right. that was in town. And uh, I pick him up to go to a Bible study at, at about 5.45. And I just like, hey, this, this just went down this morning. And I had to ask for his forgiveness. I went to uh, the, that men's Bible study and, and I shared the story with 10 men. And one of them being my other brother-in-law. Wow. Who's never heard this. I mean, everyone hadn't heard it because I was trying to keep this You were keeping in. it in, yeah. yeah. And then that Friday, I shared it to my journey group uh, amongst, you know, probably 50 men, half of which I don't know. Uh, my dad was in that room. Wow. Um, and, then it, and then from that moment, it was just, I felt compelled to share with men that were close enough in my life and, and family that were close enough in my life that I had lived a lie. But that's still stepping in faith. Oh, absolutely. Like that's, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it wasn't that's, comfortable. That's, oh, yeah, that it takes a lot of trust and faith in God going, okay, yeah, I'm going to tell these people. Yeah, and to sit down with my pastors and say, guys, I, I am sorry, and ask everyone sitting across the table from them or wherever, wherever we were and ask for their forgiveness because of the fact that I had lived this, this double lie. Right. And so, um, but... But in all of that, it's this, it's this proximity that God is just continuing to refine, purify um, all who seek him and all who come after him. It's this process of just saying, yeah, there's going to be more impurities that, that come out, mm -hmm. you know, and he's just going to continue to refine, continue to purify uh, our lives as, as we continue to step in faith and say, I trust you, God. Okay, I don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't understand it. I don't it. understand it, but I'm going to do it. But that's 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 the power of God. We we aren't there's there's no comprehension for us to understand it. Yeah. I mean, it's that's how great and mighty he is. We there us as 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 flesh and human, we can't understand that that yeah. that that amount of, of greatness, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 an amazing story, man. Yeah. And and so now you're you're still doing good and you're just outspreading your yeah, so now I'm leading a, uh, I'm leading three journey groups. So last year the the journey just uh, absolutely changed just, my life. 
um, in the sense that I was able to experience God's grace, experience. Truly experience. Not just know a different facet of it, experience. And uh, and when I was able to do that, it changed my life radically. And uh, from from that moment forward, I'm like, okay, God, like if this is um, what you want me to do, I will do this. And uh, in this season, I felt that He pressed upon my heart to to lead a couples group, and then I was gonna I was committed to a men's group, and and then it got big enough to where we needed to split off and to do two men's groups. Wow. So yeah, we're doing uh, three. Uh, journey groups and uh, it's amazing 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 to see the the transformation that he's having in many men and in women's hearts as they just get in close proximity to him and many for the first time experiencing god's grace oh yeah you know there's a difference between the head and the heart knowledge you know the intellect and the intimacy and that's where i'm going oh man god like help me to share your story to those that are around me, um, because this is—I mean, this is what you what you ask. I mean, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds here, but um, w- one of the critical things that he showed me last year and last season was in Matthew seven twenty-one, I think, through twenty-three, which are some scary, scary verses, which says many on that day will say, "Lord, Lord, did I not prophesy in your name?" cast out demons in your name, do many miracles in your name. But I will say, depart from me, for I never knew you. Oh. And what, what, what has really been an eye-opener for me is in that word, no. So in the English, we have no. In the Greek, there's many different words that describe no. So there's oida, which is this intellect or head knowledge, and there's gnosko, which is the experiential heart knowledge. And when he says, I never knew you, I looked it up in the Greek, the no means gnosko. Mm-hmm. I never intimately knew you. And that's the part where he's going, man, there's so many people, including myself, that thought I knew him or that he knew me, but he didn't really gnosko or like heart knowledge and intimate relationship with and so this has been this journey that he's been taking me on is to share this fundamental truth between what we think we know and what we know through experience and experience him on an intimate level and that's where i'm just going god like (laughs) you know it's another level it's another level and that's what he wants he wants a true intimate relationship with you not just like you said not just the head no but the heart no yes and that's that's where he really wants you he wants your heart he doesn't want just oh okay you can you can recite scriptures all day long for me i mean that's the pharisees you can you can you can you can know the 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 mosaic law you want to but Mm. what do you have in your heart and and what you have in your heart is your treasure Mm. and that's what you're that's what you're truly after and that's what he wants is your heart and Man, you blew me away when you shared that nugget. You changed me, man. I was like, yes, because you're like, it starts with your heart yes. and then everything flows from there. Yes. So you don't do the good works to receive. You yes. do the good works because of the love that comes from the heart that, that he gives you. Amen. And and ever since then, I'm like, wow. 
<laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That's well, deep. and the thing is, because like God continues to show me more and more. Like I, I am so prone to wander. I'm so prone to go back to what I'm. Used well, we all to. are. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're human. Yeah, that's that's. And so the the way he's wanting to continually remind me is he's like, Josh, don't don't put the priorities out of order, which is love that then spurs obedience. Mm-hmm. Because what I try to do, and I think many. We get it. The enemy's so clever. He's like, no, no, no. He'll you, twist it. You got to yeah, obey. And when you obey, you prove your love. And so if I get that out of order and I start to focus on just the, the external obedience aspect, aspect of thing, I'm getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do not get your eyes off of the fact that the greatest commandment from the beginning of time is that you love me with all of your heart mind soul and strength Strength, don't ever forget that right don't ever forget that josh my greatest desire for you is that you love me with all of your heart mind soul and strength not that you obey me to prove your love through your heart mind soul and strength no that you love me and out of your love it's actually out of his His love love for me Mm -hmm. his first love for me that's then what spurs this this overwhelming desire to obey to obey and, and to do that, which I, I desire to do, you know, with, with this heart that says, I'm surrendered to you, God. And that's where the fruit comes from. That's it. It's, it's powerful. It's man. organic. It is. It's organic. It is. Well, that, and that's what blew me away was like, I, 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 I keep trying to, to not fall out of his, his mercy, not fall yeah. out of his grace by doing all these good things. And yeah. that's, that's what you said. The enemy will twist it on you and tell you, and it's a burden. Yeah. You carry this burden of, I have to do this, I have to do this, I yes. have to do this. No, all you have to do is accept his love for you. And out of that, you'll want to do good. You'll want to You'll wanna provide. Want. You'll, yeah. Yes, and that's, this is what I do want to bring that up. Last year, going into this journey, it was the, the question that we started off with is, why do you have a sense that God has you here? And I just, God had been doing a work in my heart to to have me with this uh, realization. He's like, I I knew that I wanted to get the have to to the want to. That that was the critical transformation I wanted. I'm like, God, would you help me? Because for so long, I've gone to your word, I've obeyed, I've prayed, I went to church because I have to. I should or I ought to. Can you help me to get that desire to the want to? I get to. And, and he did. In that moment where he captured my heart, it was absolutely, he's like, I will answer that. When, when you seek me, um, he's like, I, I want to give you the desires of your heart. And I'm like, oh, man, that was a desire of my heart. And he answered it. Oh, absolutely. If, if people can see the gigantic smile on my face, I'm like, this is so just, yeah. I just love it, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's great. It's a powerful story, bro. Yeah. Like I said, when I heard you speak that, I was just like, wow, that's, I never thought of it like that. You know, and like you said, I was always like, I have to, I have to do these things to earn. Yes. No. You don't have to earn anything. He gives it to you freely. That's right. He gives it to you every day, and you have to accept it every day and surrender. Yeah. And I tell people, surrender isn't a one-time thing. Thank you. You have to surrender every single 
day. Daily. You can't just go, oh, well, I surrendered to God last yep. year. Yep. You know, I'm good. It's, it's no, every, every day I wake up and I say, Lord, I surrender to you. Yes. Everything. If not, because then I fall back into the thinking of, oh, I'm going to worry about this or I'm going to worry about that. And every time I catch myself worrying, I go, Lord, I'm sorry. That's not for my worry. That's for your worry. Why am I worried about that? Like you, uh, you got that. You got it. Not me. Every time I think I got it, I'll screw it up. <laughs> like I've got to let that go. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll let you worry about that, Lord, and I'll just fix my eyes on you, and I know that you're going to take care of it. Yeah. Whatever way it is and whatever your will is, I will accept because I, I completely surrender to you every single day of my life, mm. not just the one-time surrender because we're a living sacrifice. That's and, and the living sacrifice will crawl off of that altar as soon as it gets the chance to because we're alive. Yes. And that's the flesh. That's yeah. the human, the side of us, you know what I mean? And it's just, uh, you have to do it every single day. It is. That's that's great, man. Thank you for sharing, bro. Yeah, no, Thank you so that. much. And, and, and God, uh, he puts, uh, and I've been saying this over the last few months, he puts so many people in our lives for so many different reasons. And when I met you, uh, week and a half ago i'm like wow that was powerful and then and then when i heard you share about the the, the pornography stuff because you didn't you didn't come out and say that right <laughs> away you know what i mean it was like this the, you were talking about the heart and stuff and then franco yeah uh, was like hey why don't you tell some of these guys what you're dealing with <laughs> yeah. so because maybe some of them and as soon as you said it i was like oh my because yeah. i that i deal with the same thing yeah, you know what yeah. i mean and, and and it took a lot to 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 step out and, and admit those things, you know what I mean? And and the more I found that myself admitting it and, and sharing it with people, other people go, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I kind of deal with that too. And and they're, they're kind of almost like, I don't really want to tell you that I deal with it. Cause a lot of guys do, and Absolutely. they won't, they won't tell you that they, that, that, that that's a, a problem. They don't even know themselves that yeah. it's a problem. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Culture says it's not a problem. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so such it's, yeah, it's such, it's the enemy just yeah. telling you, no, it's okay. You do yeah. that. Everybody does it. Yeah. You're, you're fine. Yeah, and the other thing too, I think with, with the pornography, um, at least one of my justifications or rationalizations was that it's just a sin that kind of affects, you know, me, me. Yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's not going to affect anybody else. And right. that is, I couldn't be even further from the, the truth. Oh, it, it harms I mean, you in so thing. many ways. It so will. many ways. I dealt with this since I was like 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when it sunk its teeth into me and it, yeah. and it never let go. And it, and it, 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 just the perspective that I have of, of women. Yes. The, the, the perspective of, I, I had of intimacy yes. and, and sex and, yes. and all of it, it, it just, it, it changed the way I looked at things and it took me, I mean, just two months ago going, no, like yeah. you have to unwind all that and, and do it differently. And it's like, okay, like it's, it's a burden that you just let go yeah. once you start sharing. Yeah. And you, you said you, during the, during the, uh, the, the nugget and after Franco pulled it out of you, you're like, now I don't care. I'll be Josh, the porn guy. <laughs> the porn guy yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Like early on, I was like, man, God, if you want me to have a, like a billboard on Rosedale <laughs> highway that just says my, it has a picture of me and it says, Josh, the porn guy, Josh, I struggle with pornography. Like I'm willing, yeah. God, I'm willing, you know, whatever you want. Cause like do. I said, there's a lot of people that struggle with it, that don't 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 yeah. realize they are and and once it's out i think and people start to go no yeah yeah it's, it is okay you know and you can you can change and you can get away from it it's, totally it's powerful and the power that comes just like you said jr when you when you vocalize it mm -hmm. when you share it when it gets out in the open by by talking about it it sheds light into that area of the heart 
And, and that's when the enemy starts to lose its grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be a while, it may take a while, oh, yeah. but at the end of the day, the more that we can confess, the more that the enemy is going, oh no, this I'm, is I'm losing my grip on I'm it. I'm losing my grip. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's so important to be because he wants you to hide it. He oh. wants you to hold it in. He doesn't want you to share it. He wants because that's the way he 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 separates us and and gets us alone and and tells yep. us lies and, and and wants us to stay in that dark place. Yep, exactly. Yeah, man, it's power in it. It's power. Thank you for sharing, brother. I appreciate you, Jerry. Yeah, Thanks for having appreciate. Me. It. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you, man. I'm uh, I'm honored and and just you know, God is good, man. All the glory to God. This <laughs> isn't us. This is all God. Yes. It's it's just the faith in him and the trust in him and 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 the mighty works that he does when you when you like I said completely surrender. Mm. It's just good, man. Thank you so much. Mm, you want to? Uh, I, I always ask the guest to close us out Absolutely. in prayer. So if you don't mind, if you want to close us out, brother, yeah. Go ahead. Thank you, Father. We just thank you so much, Lord. We thank you for this this time together, um, Lord. I thank you for Jr. I thank you for his willingness and obedience. Lord, to turn this podcast into, um, Lord, just one that, that glorifies you, that, uh, Lord, looks to, um, Lord, just showcase what you're doing in, in lives that you have touched. And, Lord, I thank you so much for touching my life. I thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, and your forgiveness, Lord, and your love that overwhelmed me, Lord, and you captured my heart. I thank you, Lord, for just pursuing me, your, your never-ending pursuit of me and my heart. Lord, as long as I tried to run and as hard as I tried to, to do this life, Lord, um, you continue to pursue me. And I thank you for that, Lord. I, I pray right now for anyone that's listening, Lord, that, that uh, might be in the similar boat, Lord, that I um, have been in, Lord, that, that just seems uh, that they feel weary, they feel tired, um, because they've been trying to to toe this line, Lord. They're trying to obey um, every jot and every tittle. Lord, I pray that you would just help them to, to understand, Lord, that, that it's all about your love and your grace and, um, Lord, surrendering to that. And uh, the moment that they, that they do, Lord, you step in there and you grab their heart and uh, you start to change your desires from the inside out. Lord, you start to do the purification, the refining from the inside out. Lord, and it's no longer this effort where it's just me trying to battle and, and defeat sin. Um, but Lord, just doing one thing and one thing only, and that's pursuing an intimate relationship with you. Father, would you help um, anyone, Lord, that uh, that is struggling with that truth, Lord, that the enemy's trying to deceive them, Lord, would you break those chains and would you help them, Lord, to see, Lord, that, that the, the truth is that we just need to keep our eyes on you. Lord, you are the author of our faith. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. I pray, Lord, that you um, just would move mightily through through this podcast and uh, just through JR in, in my life, Lord, as we uh, just continue to try to pursue an intimate re- relationship with you. Lord, may we, uh, through the abundance of your love in us, Lord, be able to pour out on others around us. Uh, Lord, we thank you for that. Um, we commit this this uh, time to you. And uh, Lord, we thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Thank you again, brother. Love I appreciate you, man. it, man. Thank you, man. It's, it's, it's my honor to have you in. So thank you, man. Thank Come you on. so much, brother. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys, you've been listening to uh, Stepping in Faith. Thank you for listening. God bless and keep stepping in faith.